Yo, is this thing on? Uh, yo, what up, y'all? Welcome back to episode 16 of the Alt Spread Podcast. <clears throat> it's another NFL episode. Coming back with our second episode this week here. Had a nice college football playoff kind of episode earlier this week. Coming back a little earlier than usual at the NFL because there's some Saturday football on. Gonna Might have some live commentary for the Nebraska-Rutgers game. You are probably going to hear a grown man cry during this game. So I don't know why he's not shocked by now, but that's beyond me. But that's besides the point. Today we're on episode 16, back to the NFL. Got a lot to talk about. Some big games last week. The Bills on the rise. Maybe Steelers on the uh, on the fall here. The Chiefs almost choke against Miami in a weird game. Uh, big Cardinals win over the Giants, which almost seemed like an upset. Uh, speaking of upsets, we had a few, including uh, Jalen Hurts. I've been calling his name all year, so that was nice. And then the NFL ended on the game of the year last week uh, on Monday. Baltimore and Cleveland total 89 points. That was a lot of fun to watch. So Crazy. We're going to hop right into it. You already know we got our rankings, our touchdown scores, records, all that shit. So without further ado, let's get started. Let's go. Alrighty, so hopping right into it. The Bills won on Sunday night against the Steelers, 26-15. Imagine if you flipped. I did that. flip on the on the uh, spread, but I still thought the Bills would win. So didn't exactly miss terribly. Um, I was riding with the Steelers fandom, learning slowly not to do that. But what's more impressive uh, were the Bills. Their offensive line looked pretty good against the best pass r- pass rush in the league. So that. Looks good for the Bills going into the playoffs, especially. That's what they're they're looking to make a push. Josh Allen is the best quarterback out of that draft class, and I'll stick to that heavily. Uh, he played well when Stephon Diggs started getting hot. That the Steelers just couldn't guard him. So I'm not shocked. The Bills played well, covered, kind of basically kicked their ass. The Steelers receivers can't they i mean they forgot how to catch the ball yeah it looked uh rough i kept thinking the steelers were gonna get their shit together and come back into it but they never did because they don't know how to guard stefan diggs and they don't know how to catch the ball i guess so i thought james connor and uh pouncey being back would be a big deal turned out not to be but you know kudos to the bills they played well uh the chiefs almost end up choking to the dolphins in fact the dolphins backdoor cover which I took the Dolphins to cover, so that was dope. Yeah, they kicked a field goal there to cover. So it was 10-0 Dolphins, then it was 30-10 to Chiefs, and then the score ended up 33-27. They so. did. I understand what they were doing, so don't don't at me with that. But how when I always say they should kick a field goal to cover, even though they're losing, they fucking did that. It's like they were listening, even though I had the other team. Well, like they, they I, did it in hopes to get the ball. I understand that, but I think that <laughs> Uh, uh, Flores, Ryan Flores, might have had himself. He might have bet Miami. Eh, I doubt it. He was just trying to win a game. I was at the Chiefs. But uh, yeah, Chiefs. I don't know that it ended up looking shaky. Then looking at their their last few games or so, they're winning close games. So, I mean, the Chiefs have looked good this year, and everyone's kind of like sucking their dick. But ultimately, they're not. They're winning close games against teams that they should be beaten up on. So, a little concerning. They got the Saints this week, so that will be their best test of the year here. Uh, big Cardinals win. They needed it. They were on a steady decline. They came in. They spanked the Giants. They were. Uh, Daniel Jones, I don't think he's fully healthy. He's still questionable right now, so I don't think he's fully healthy going into it, which led to Cole McCoy coming in. But, I mean, the... The Cardinals defense stepped up. One guy had five sacks. Hassan Reddick. So, the Cardinals defense showed up. Their offense obviously did enough. Um, I don't know. I thought the Giants were going to sneak out with a win there. I actually flipped on the last week's episode right before. I thought the Giants, Giants were going to beat them like by a, like a decent. I thought it was going to be a. I had no idea why the Giants were not favored in that. And I was like, well, that's easy money there. And so you know, didn't happen. Yeah, I should have just stuck with my gut of uh, the Cardinals last week. They really needed that game and uh, flipped and lost there. 
Plus the Cardinals, yeah, the Cardinals needed that game to uh, stay in postseason contention, which looking at it, I still think they're going to get the seven seed, so they should be good there. But uh, the Giants then fall behind one game in the East because Washington was able to beat San Francisco, which I didn't really see coming, but Chase Young fucking had himself a game, probably the best game of his career, and he continues to go off. He'll probably end up winning defensive rookie of the year, even though it's not that deserved in my opinion. I think it should go to Jeremy Chin. Yeah. I agree. Wow. What is wow. That? I have no idea. I don't know what just happened, but we're going to... ten ruggers. We're going to continue. Um, so, yeah. But then also a little NFC East shakeup. The Eagles aren't completely out of it. They upset the Saints, which we both took the Eagles covering and thought it wouldn't. we wouldn't be shocked if the Eagles won. Hurts coming in, providing a spark. I actually put maybe a, the Saints uh, sleeping on them. I put a bet in on uh, Philly money line, but idiot me parlayed it with uh, Minnesota money line, so I didn't even get to reap the benefits <laughs> of that prediction. But yeah, Jalen Hurts. I've been calling for it almost all year. Carson Wentz's butt, ass, cheeks, anything you want to call him. They finally switched to uh, Jalen Hurts. Uh, their offense looked much more dynamic. I think it's in his head. I think Wentz. He's still think, got the talent. I think, I think he is dookie. He's got to get. He's got to figure his shit out. He's not very. Let's good. Let's go. He's not very good, and I'll stick to that. But watch out for the Eagles. Maybe to go on the run. They could play upset city against Arizona this week as well. And I mean, very well could make that even closer with. Uh, they could still win uh, the NFC East. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They yeah. can go on the run here with Jalen Hurts. They probably waited a little too long. Lost some games they shouldn't have, but. Here we are. And then the game of the year, Baltimore and Cleveland. Baltimore getting that backdoor cover on the safety. That was fucking crazy. But still, nonetheless, 89 points. Uh, Baker played fairly well. Baltimore Baltimore ran all over Cleveland, which we thought I thought Cleveland had a good good decent defense. I took Cleveland to win. They had a comeback. Yeah, I took Cleveland to win. It looked like it was gonna you know, end up happening. They score that late touchdown, go up, but then they. I know that Baltimore scores crazy. again. Then we got OT. Justin Tucker kicking a 50-yard such, field goal. Such an exciting. They're not OT, but they almost OT. Justin Tucker kicking that 55-yard field goal. nuts. And then the the safety for the cherry on top. Uh, I think that proved a lot for Cleveland. They got a big test this week against New York Giants. Let's go. We held them to a field goal. And uh, Baltimore goes in against Jacksonville. So, without further ado, I mean, I guess talking about that game leads right into my top ten rankings. Um, I just have one addition and one subtraction. I put Baltimore in over Cleveland. Kind of recency bias, but Baltimore did just beat them. Uh, They're only one game apart now in terms of record. And ultimately, I'd rather play Cleveland than Baltimore. Something about them, I don't know what it is exactly but a little bit of recency bias has cleveland on the outside looking in in my top 10 and baltimore sneaking into the 10 spot not exactly happy about it but uh that's where i have something to say about that but i'll save that for the um my uh my thing here all right fuck i'm gonna get my big ass whiteboard uh my honorable mention i couldn't make a decision uh, between Cleveland and Baltimore because my, I wanted to say Cleveland, but they just lost to Baltimore, and then I can't put Baltimore there. So I went with Tennessee at number 10. Uh, another one in my honorable mention is Miami. But at 10, I have Tennessee coming off of a team they should have beat. They kind of spanked them a little bit. It looks like they might be back on track just in time for the playoffs. Uh, Tennessee is at number 10. Okay. Looking at it, uh, Indy's not Indy's in my honorable mentions too. I still don't completely buy into them, but Whoa. they keep winning. They did beat up on the Raiders, but they've been inconsistent. I did kind of forget about them, so they're probably a little bit closer to ten. At honorable mention. Me. Actually, looking at it, I'm gonna put Indy at ten, Baltimore at eleven. I was gonna say Indy's uh, better than Baltimore, dog. Not if they played. Baltimore beat them. Eh, I don't know about that. Baltimore literally beat them. Yeah, but if they play now, <laughs> I would take Baltimore. Uh, but I'll put Indy in there. 
Baltimore at 11, Cleveland at 12. But then I have uh, Tennessee at 9. Them and Indy, they've both been inconsistent this year. Uh, they split the season series 1-1. But uh, Tennessee, if I'd rather play Indy than Tennessee, I would say. Um, they got a, a good run game with Derrick Henry. Uh, they got good receivers, A.J. Brown, Corey Davis. Tannehill is uh, above average quarterback there. Their defense is shaky. I'm not completely buying into it. But uh, Tennessee has what many could believe to be a cakewalk game this week with uh, Detroit. And Indy has a uh, potential trap game against Houston. So that all leads into having Tennessee at 9. At 9, I have Tampa Bay. Uh, They should not have the final score against Minnesota did not represent that game well. It was all kicking. Like, fucking 10 points left on the board for Minnesota. It was a lot. It was a close game. It looked like Minnesota was going to win off the bat, and they could not pull it out. So I don't quite trust Tampa Bay yet, so I'm going with uh, them at 9. Who you got at 8? I got Tampa Bay at 8. Everything remains the same there. I don't buy into them anymore. Uh, I don't really... For having so many offensive weapons, their offense isn't that good. Uh... Like Bobby did mention, Minnesota left a lot of points on the board there, which uh, kind of le- led to a more lopsided score in that game. Dan Bailey should probably have been cut for his performance. At halftime. I'm not a GM for a reason. I'm not a GM for a reason. But they keep winning games, and I feel like they could at least win one playoff game. So they're scary. I wouldn't want to play them, but I'm not buying in. So I'm ke- they're at 8. My 8 and 7... Kind of stayed the same. My eight, I have Seattle. Uh, they beat the shit out of the Jets like they're supposed to. Covered like a great team. And it, uh, pretty much nothing I haven't said before. I've got them. Uh, like they haven't really looked like they've changed. They're being carried by the offense. Defense is still a little bit shaky. Kind of improved a little bit. But, uh, yeah. I still think they might lose in the first round of the playoffs. With a hurdle. I got uh, Seattle at 7. I still think they're going to end up winning the NFC West. Um, just in terms of I think they're going to split against the Rams and win Week 17. Jack Stoll just cleared a full man. But, uh, yeah, I got Seattle at 7. Uh, they bounced back, put up 40 points. Lockett and Metcalf haven't really done that much lately. So uh, to still be able to win games with Lockett and Metcalf not putting up crazy numbers, uh, that's a good sign for Seattle. Chris Carson... Looks like he's back healthy. So I'm buying into Seattle again. In terms of NFC teams, they're my fourth-ranked one, but I I think they're going to make a a rise here. All right. At seven, I have Indianapolis. Uh, They have looked really good lately. It's kind of starting to look like they're clicking, and they beat the shit out of the Raiders. As Diedrich Mills breaks one here, can he make it? No, he can't. Uh, that's okay, though. Down at the one. <coughs> um, I've got... So, yeah, I've got Indianapolis at... What, seven? Yeah. Uh, at six, I got Pittsburgh. Another loss. Falling down a little bit, but expected because Buffalo and they're a good team. Uh, they got a bounce-back game against Cincy this week that I think they need to show that they can dominate like they did previously when they beat them by 26. So, I'm riding with the Steelers here. I think they're going to still go at least 13-3. and three. I think they're going to take uh, the Colts next week as well. So You got, what? You got the Steelers? At six, yeah. Six? Yeah. I thought you were going to say I dropped them too far. No. It's fair. They've lost two games in a row, though, and uh, I think all five teams above them would beat them right now. Okay. Uh, at six, I have Green Bay. Um, four, five, six for me could really go in any order, but I – Landed on Green Bay at uh, 6. They had a close win against the Lions, who they were supposed to beat up on. Kind of, I mean, they still won, so credit that to Aaron Rodgers. But they have a, they have all the weapons they need, as Nebraska cannot score. Um, they have all the weapons they need there. They just need to shore up that defense a little bit and kind of be more consistent on offense. And uh, that's all I really have to say. They, I think they... I don't think they clinched the number one seed, but I have them at the number one seed 
in uh, <clears throat> the potential playoffs, which puts them in a really good position in the playoffs. So um, it could be an easier walk for them if they make if they have a bye. Yeah, I think them at six is disrespectful for you. We're two of you. But I got the okay. Rams at five. They keep winning games. Uh, they beat up on the Patriots last week, and it wasn't even close. They dominated the entire game. Um, they're on a run. They got an easy cakewalk game against the Jets this week. Could be like a, a similar situation to the uh, Seahawks-Jets last week, but Rams have a better defense, so maybe the Jets don't score. Who knows? But high on the Rams. They can, they're can. they on the, the rise here. I would not want to play them whatsoever. Jared, If Jared Goff uh, limits turnovers, they can absolutely beat anyone. Okay, agreed. Uh, as I was just talking about how I was unsure of my 4-5-6, I made a switch. I have the Pittsburgh Steelers at 5. Um, they still look really good. I mean, they have obviously we had them at one earlier this year, like just two, three weeks ago. So all they have to do really is just win the games, win some games. Like it's not that hard. They have a fucking fantastic defense, and their offense is uh, serviceable. It's very good, but they just need to perform a little bit better and execute and stop Stephon Diggs. Fair enough. At four, I got Buffalo. Coming off the big win. Uh, Josh Allen is an absolute fucking stud. Uh, their defense is opportunistic, and they played well last week, and they continue to play well. Uh, Stephon Diggs is a stud. Cole Beasley is probably one of the most underrated players in the league. I don't like their running game at all, but Josh Allen contributes to their running game as well, so I'll give him credit for that. Um, they have a nice receiving core. I like their defense. They keep winning games, beat the Steelers, so they should be 11-2, and two cause, but that fucking Hail Mary. Yeah. So uh ten and three with a Hail Mary loss. I mean Buffalo's a solid squad and they can make a big run here. Really good team. Um at number four, I've got the Rams. Like Sam said, you do not want to play them. Uh especially with Cooper Cup. They've got their uh he changes that team. They've got they've got offensive weapons. They got Jared Goff, very good quarterback. Um the defense, they got the best player, best defensive player. They got Jalen Ramsey. It's fucking uh, good team, really good team. I could actually see them, uh, like we've said before, I could see them in the Super Bowl. I could too. I'm not taking credit for that, but I did jump on that bandwagon. <laughs> uh, three, I got the Saints. I'm not taking much into consideration with the loss of last week. Uh, we kind of saw it coming here. We both had the Eagles covering. Saw it could be a trap game. Looking forward to the Chiefs game. Uh, I'm not buying into Taysom Hill as a starting quarterback anyways. So, I'm not going to take much into the the close loss to Philly there. I think that's more credit to Philly than a discredit to New Orleans. Um, Drew Brees is back this week against Kansas City, but Michael Thomas is not playing. I didn't think Michael Thomas was going to do much with Drew Brees back this week anyway, because they haven't been pushing the ball down the field that much. Drew Brees coming back even if Michael Thomas played, I thought was great news for Alvin Kamara. So I'm looking for a bounce back game for him. But uh, I'm still really high on New Orleans. They got a great defense as well. So not dropping them much, uh, keeping them at three or putting them at three. I, should I say. also have Noah at three um, for pretty much every reason you said. They except I, we kind of flipped on this one. I kind of like Taysom Hill at quarterback. He's got not that it matters, but he has a great work ethic which kind of speaks for something. And then it turns out he does have a cannon, and he can run fucking huge. Like, I like a lot about Taysom Hill. Um, he might be the quarterback of the future there in New Orleans. Um, so, yeah, I got them at three. I got Green Bay at two. They keep winning games. They're the one seed in the NFC. Um, they were up 14 late against Detroit. Detroit kind of backdoor covered there. Um, they have the best quarterback, running back, wide receiver trio. Devontae Adams is the second-best receiver in the league. Aaron Jones. They even got Jamal Williams balling out. Robert Tonyan's uh, putting up crazy numbers. Uh, MVS played extremely well last week. Uh, their defense is good. I like Jair Alexander a lot. Uh, they're missing some linebacking play, but, I mean, you can't be a perfect team all the way through. So, for right now, I got Green Bay at two. It's looking like when I said Green Bay to win the Super Bowl at plus 900, about – Eight weeks ago, when we when we started this or so, yeah, uh, it's looking a little better for me there. 
Um, they're winning games and continuing to look good, so back up at two. Yeah, might be a good pick there. Uh, at two, drum roll. I have Buffalo. Touchdown, Nebraska. I have Buffalo at number two. How's that not targeting? They looked uh, really good against the Steelers. They shut down the offense, and the the their offense was able to produce. They have the weapons. Stephon Diggs. Um, fuck, I can't think of his first name. Knox. Dawson. Dawson Knox, a good tight end. Um, their defense might be – they just need to get that defense a little bit better, but it turns out it might be uh, – Looking pretty good. It did look pretty good against That's the Steelers. That's fucking dirty, and that should be targeting. I got them at number two. Uh, who do you got? Who you got? Uh, top spot. Uh, there's really no shock. It's Kansas City. I don't got much to talk about. They can't win. Or they winning close games. I do as well. Um, I don't really have much to say about them. I do have something to say. Grant Wells, you fucking suck. You're I do have zero for nine right now. I have. Hey, don't shit talk. <laughs> I got something to say about Kansas City, and it is Patrick Mahomes. That dude is fucking fantastic. As long as he's there, you have a chance to win every game. Really? Mm-hmm. What a hot take. I didn't say it was a hot take. What a hot take. Uh, I got some shit talking to do. Marshall, what the fuck are you doing? You haven't scored in a game and a half now. It is halftime just about, and your quarterback has zero completions. Um, you're a waste of space in college football right now, Marshall. Whoa. Marshall, Chill. booty. Booty cheeks. Chill with the mean takes. Nah, they gotta. They can take their shit. <laughs> They're not playing good football. But that wraps up the top ten. We're moving to uh, records from last week into our picks. And we got touchdown scores. Got a handful of props because I gave three out last week and they all hit. And then obviously a couple parlays. Looking at record against the spread, uh, we both were under 500 last week, which brings me to 54, 57, and one. Uh, Bobby under 500 a little bit, brings him a little closer at 62, 59, and one. Uh, straight up, I'm at 69, nice, and 43. Bobby's at 70 and 42, and then locks 12 for thir- 12 and 13. Bobby's seven and 13 because we've lost a couple fucking weeks of his locks, but. Here we are. Um, now I want to I want it to be known that our episode dropped Wednesday. We both took the Chargers money line and three and a half. Yes. So we're both one and zero to start the week already, and we have it on the podcast, and it's credible. We also took it at the casino. So we are both one and zero in both aspects this week. What we're gonna start with? We got two Saturday games: Buffalo minus five versus Denver. I feel like this might be a trap game, but um, I think Buffalo can win this by a score. I don't know if Dallas is going to be able to put up very many points. Drew Locke played well, but it was against Carolina. <laughs> Carolina's no Buffalo. So, I'm taking Buffalo minus five there. I am also taking Buffalo minus five. Denver always has a shot to be play spoiler because... They're that type of team, but I just don't see it happening this week. Buffalo looks like they're too fucking good. So, yeah, I've got them minus five. The other Saturday game, uh, Carolina plus eight against Green Bay. Um, Who you got there? I got Green Bay winning but not covering. Something tells me uh, Carolina just, I mean, they don't have much to play for, so they're going to play balls to the wall. They had a rookie head coach. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is fun. DJ Moore is back. No McCaffrey, but... They've been decent without them all year. So something tells me they're going to like backdoor cover this. And uh, Green Bay is going to probably dominate the game, but Carolina is going to somehow cover. I like Green Bay covering this and winning. I see like a 14-point victory. Elaborate or no? Yeah. They just look better. I mean, Carolina, um, Green Bay is Green Bay. They got that offense. Carolina's defense is kind of booty beside uh, that one dude, Chin. Um, and then the Car- or the Green Bay defense is good enough to stop Carolina's, off- or, yeah, Carolina's offense enough to where I think they'll win by a good margin. Fair enough. So moving into Sunday, we have Chicago and Minnesota. Minnesota's favored by three. What do you got there? Uh, I kind of flipped around on this. 
I went with Minnesota covering this and winning. I think they're going to try to make a statement and uh, win, get some chances to make the playoffs, maybe. I don't know. i got to look at the standings, but I think they still have a chance. Um, yeah, I didn't want to jump on the bias of Chicago just put up like 30, 30 what did they put up? 36. 36. Um, I don't want to jump on that bandwagon because Chicago has like flipped around this season. They've like put up a shit ton of points and then nothing and then a bunch, and, you know, so can't really rely on that offense. Still, I'm taking the exact opposite. Chicago winning and obviously covering. Okay. Something just tells me that Trubisky is going to get it done because I th- I like him better than Kirk Cousins to be honest. Really? As an athlete, I think they, I like. He I can got do some more. respect for Kirk Cousins. Also, Matt Nagy's not playing calling anymore, so I think that takes pressure off Chicago. They're getting the ball in their playmakers' hands. David Montgomery's played well the last few weeks, so I'm taking Chicago there. Remember when uh, Andy Reid gave up play calling and he gave it to Matt Nagy and then the Chiefs went on that hot streak? Yeah. So this could have shades of that. Exactly. Uh, We got Detroit and Tennessee. The line's a little weird because Matt Stafford is questionable, but knowing who Matt Stafford is, he's going to play. He played with a broken back. So uh, (laughs) Tennessee's favored by 11. I'm taking uh, Detroit to cover, but Tennessee to win. I also have Detroit covering and Tennessee winning just because of the fact that they it might it might have been a backdoor cover but they still covered against Green Bay. I see them keeping this close but Tennessee wins by like it won't even it won't I wouldn't even say it's close. Like Tennessee probably wins by 8 and it looks like a good it looks like a good win for Tennessee. That's what I was thinking. Uh, Houston and Indy. Indy's favored by 7 and a half. Last time they played uh, Indy won by 6 I believe but Watson and the Texans had a chance to score, and the center threw a terrible snap, and they lost right there. I'm saying Watson. I'm only saying Watson because the rest of the team, that boy needs help out there. I'm taking. I'm saying Watson himself fucking covers. Watson, Watson and Houston cover, but Indy wins. Ah, uh, see what? What's the line you got? Seven and a half. Okay, I got the wrong one written down. I got 11 written down, and it started to look a little questionable. Uh, I think I mixed something up there. That's the Tennessee line. Yeah, I I definitely, I wrote them back-to-back, so I definitely mixed that up. I've got Indy covering and winning uh, just because I don't trust um, Houston that much, especially without their weapons. That's fair. Jacksonville, Baltimore, uh, Minshew's back playing. I think that helps Jacksonville a little bit. Baltimore coming off a uh, emotional win. So I think they come out slow. Jacksonville kind of keeps it close, but Baltimore ultimately wins. Uh, 13 points is a lot to cover in the NFL. Whoa. So I'm taking Jacksonville okay. to cover, but Baltimore winning. I've got Baltimore covering and winning, obviously. Um, 13 points is it's a lot of points, but it looks like Baltimore... Might have got their offense together. They uh, put up a shit ton of points on Monday. And Jacksonville, still Jacksonville. I see this being a blowout for Baltimore. And maybe even a statement win. Baltimore trying to uh, make people respect them again like we did the first five weeks. I don't know how much of a statement win it will be over a one-win team. But... If you blow the fuck out of them, it still means something. I don't really think it's a statement that Seattle won by 37. The Jets. Yeah, right. I, mean, I guess. I mean, but the fact you win by that much yeah. means something. It's still an NFL team. That's fair. We got New England and Miami. For some reason, it's down to a pick 'em. Miami's at minus one, so I'm hammering that. I also have Miami minus one in this. Um, New England doesn't win punt. down in Miami. That was a fake punt. Oh, I know. Miami or uh, New England doesn't win in Miami. Cam Newton has been hot garbage. Yeah, New the England last few always weeks, drops so. one to Miami. And so, uh, they yeah. won last time somehow. I like Miami a lot. Gasicki might be playing after getting banged up last week. This does look out for this though. This does have trap written all over it. Because when you look at a line and you think, how the fuck is it that low? Like things that are too good to be true probably are. Okay, fair enough. Uh, we got Seattle and Washington. No Alex Smith. It's going to be Dwayne Haskins. Seattle minus six and a half. Because of that, I'm going to say Seattle wins by a touchdown and covers. 
Uh, I also have... Wait. Yeah, just based on Alex Smith not starting, I have Seattle covering. If, it was, if Alex Smith was playing, I would take Washington to cover. I would as well. Exact but same thing. I would not. take Seattle so, to win, Washington to uh, cover. But that's not the case, so I have Seattle covering. Moving to San Fran and Dallas. Uh, San Fran's favorite, minus three. I love that line. Uh, so I, I'm taking uh, San Francisco. I think they're going to run all over Dallas. Okay, I we have a little disagreement here. I have Dallas winning this game. Okay. Are, that might, are we going to have a bet of the week? Reasonings? Um, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> they uh, look like their offense has kind of been put together. The defense is still shit. But they're kind of building like something around Andy Dalton here. They got, well, not building around him, but they, they're learning to click with him. And... Uh, I think that they're they're going to show up for this game. Okay. They're coming off a big win against Cincinnati, 30-7. to Andy Dalton playing against his old team. But it's Cincinnati. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, I, I wasn't impressed. I think they, that's going to be a They won a game they were supposed to win. That's not really impressive. We got a, we got a new chug uh, tool to use. Not a beer bong, but similar. It looks like a plunger. So that might be our little bit of the week, and we have something to do it with now. All righty. Uh, we got Tampa Bay and Atlanta. Tampa Bay is favored by six. I think Atlanta covers, but uh, Tampa Bay wins. I'm not buying into them. I got Tampa Bay winning and covering. Plus, uh, Atlanta is probably the best kicker right now. True. He does not miss field goals. And if they, they get, if they get even close, they're going to take points. No Julio Jones, which is scary, but I got, Calvin Ridley, Russell Gage, Todd Gurley, Edo Smith. I think Tampa Bay blows them out. That's fair. I think Atlanta puts up points and covers. Okay. I'm not really buying into Denver right now or uh, Tampa Bay right now. We got uh, the Jets and the Rams. It's pretty self-explanatory, except for the fact that I'm taking uh, the Jets to cover. You gonna pick that up? Huh? Just the, what? The, the Rams to cover or the Jets to cover, but the Rams to win. I got the Rams covering this. The Jets. Uh, these crazy lines happen every year. And they cover, a, well, actually, they actually don't cover more. I saw a stat that, uh, like, 18-plus lines don't cover that often. Or it might, be, might have been 20. But I'm taking the Rams covering this. I think their offense is better. Their coach is better. By a long shot, they're going to fucking out-coach them, out-run them, out-pass them, out-everything. Okay, fair enough. But the Jets do score first a lot. So Whether look it's out three for three or seven, mostly three. Yeah, look out for them to score first. <laughs> we got Philly and Arizona. Arizona's favored by six. I kind of think that's a lot, so I'm taking Philly to cover. But I think Arizona's going to win. I have uh, Philly winning and covering. Riding they looked high pretty on good. Hurts. Yeah, they looked. Yeah, I am riding high on Jalen Hurts. They looked pretty good behind Jalen Hurts last week. They obviously beat the Saints. Uh, they their defense looked good. I think they're uh, going to win this. And Arizona's been on a cold streak until they beat the Giants, so I'm still riding with that. I'm taking uh, Philly to win this That's right. outright. Oh, we got three games left. Probably the best game of the week, obviously, Kansas City, New Orleans. I'm interested to see what you think. That's so. grounding. Oh, yeah, he's ass. He's playing like ass. How's today. that not intentional grounding? He was in the pocket. Okay, so what, uh, what are we talking about? Sorry, I got distracted. How is it? Huh? How is it? How is it not? It is. There's, there's, there's no flag. Someone had a flag, yeah. There it is. Okay. Kansas City, New Orleans, what's your take? Kansas, I have Kansas City. So um, do I. Yeah, we had a friend tell us that, uh, a Kansas City fan tell us that New Orleans is going to win that game outright, but I'm not buying it. So I'm taking As Oregon's up 14-0, I said take Oregon. Yes, you did. Just saying. You did. Don't say anything yet, though. It's not over. Just saying. But, uh, yeah, uh... Even if they don't show their whole playbook or whatever the fuck, uh, I don't really believe in that. But uh, Mahomes didn't play well last week. I don't think he plays poorly two weeks in a row. Um, Drew Brees instead of Taysom Hill. No Michael Thomas. Look out for a push on this one. Yeah, it could very well be a push, but I'm taking Kansas City. Oh, they're going deep. Wandale, and he fucking caught it! But uh, look out for like a... uh, more like a Demarcus Robinson breakout, maybe McCall Hardman. Yeah, Sam really uh, likes uh, Demarcus Robinson. What? What did you say? Over under catches? 
Yeah, I think it was three and a half. Look out at that. Yeah. Uh, if if it's true, they're not going to expand their playbook. Obviously, Travis Kelsey's going to get his, and they're going to take shots to Tyreek Hill. But they might be more up to. I think run. Uh, I think <laughs> they they do this a lot. Actually, they uh, they try to hold back on their playbook every, just about every week, and then if they start to go down, like against Miami, they whip out like the real guns. They're like, oh shit, yeah, we do have Tyreek Hill. And then they just like throw a quick touchdown to him. Oh, that was the ugliest <laughs> shit I've ever seen. I but, yeah. constantly thought he was gonna fumble that. It's because he doesn't know how to protect the ball. Anyways, yeah, I like Kansas City. If it's true they're not gonna expand the playbook, then I would look out for maybe like Demarcus Robinson, Sammy Watkins, McCole Hardman. Obviously, like I said though, Kelsey's gonna get his, and they'll take their shots. But. Uh, look out for like a Demarcus Robinson type week. Maybe uh, DraftKings play. Sunday night, Ooh. we got Cleveland and New York Giants. Cleveland favored by six and a half. Uh, emotional loss last week. Giants have a formidable defense. I'm taking Cleveland to win, but the Giants to cover. Um, see, I've got the same thing. Giants covering, Cleveland winning. Um, Giants. That is if Daniel Jones plays. If Daniel Jones does not play... I'm taking Giant or Browns to cover. Didn't wasn't it you last week that said put in Colt McCoy because Daniel Jones isn't uh, playing well? No. I thought somebody said that. Somebody said he's obviously hurt. Why would you keep him in? But uh, I guess it wasn't you. Um, I, s- I said earlier in this episode that it what a one-handed pick. That's your boy. Three intercept or three turnovers for Seth. Anyway, I said that uh, I feel like maybe Daniel Jones was still injured playing last week, so they went back to Colt McCoy, and he's questionable. Oh, there is a flag. Please. Doesn't matter. Um, If it's Colt McCoy against a good Cleveland team, I don't think he can get it done, but if it's Daniel Jones, I think he can. So we'll we'll have to see going into Sunday night there. And you're sticking to yours? Yep. All right. And then uh, Monday, Pittsburgh minus 13 against Cincy. Um, Seems like a lot of points. I did say 13 was a lot of points for Baltimore, but I got Pittsburgh covering because they need this. They have lost two straight. Their offense needs to fucking turn it it up or something. What better team to do it against than the fucking Bengals? Tomlin's going to be on their ass all night. Uh, Deontay Johnson, you can't drop the very first scripted play on a wide receiver screen that hits you right in the hands. Like, you can't ju- you can't start like that and continue to drop throughout the uh, the game. He has more drops than the whole Cardinals team has together. Holy shit! It's pathetic. <laughs> Fucking put your hands on the ball before you try to do something. He's still good though. I mean, yeah, he's good, but if you can't catch the ball, you're not doing much for us, you know? Yeah. So, come on, Deontay Johnson and Sealers as a whole. I t- I'm taking <clears> them to cover. I got them to cover as well. Uh, they've been playing some good teams lately, but I think. Against Cincinnati, they're going to cover easily. This is going to be a big win um, by 17 plus. Yeah, I'm, th- I'm maybe thinking Steelers turn up here and uh, yeah. fall out. This screams uh, Steelers big win, like a game that they're supposed to win. They win by a lot. So we're going three. I got three locks. Um, one being Miami minus one, so basically Miami to win. Um, San Francisco minus three against Dallas. I think they run all over them. And then my other lock might seem like a shock, but I'm I'm buying in on the Chiefs winning this weekend. So um, Miami minus one, San Fran minus three, Kansas City minus three are my locks. My locks are uh, the Rams minus seventeen and a half, Philadelphia plus six, and uh, Pittsburgh minus thirteen. Some big numbers to cover, but could definitely get it done. Yep, I haven't been doing very well in locks. So I'm trying to go safer here. <laughs> Good teams. So going back to touchdown scores, because that's apparently I can fucking hit those at a better percentage rate than games. We got some props too, and, and props. But I'm hitting touchdown scores at a better percentage than fucking spreads right now, which is, is embarrassing. But I'm back. I hit a couple last week. Bobby hit three last week himself. Yeah, I did. So together we hit five total touchdown scores out of ten last week. Holy so shit! I mean, good value there too on those plays. This week, I'm back with five more. I got Deshaun Watson because he's the entire fucking Houston I offense. Like that. What are plus, the odds on uh, plus 260. I like that. And he's, he's, more, he's been taking off a little more inside the red zone. 
and really he's all they have right now. Uh, he literally threw a pass to a wide open guy in the end zone, and it hit his shoulder. Like it didn't even touch his hands. Yeah. Uh, I don't, he can. And then just, the next play. Then the next like, play misses by an inch, and then he gets injured. AJ McCarron gets sacked, and they don't even. Score. I actually like that a lot. Yeah, I like Watson this week. Uh, I think he's going to put up big points. That's offsides. Himself, is it? He jumped, yeah. He must, probably. Uh, Lynn Bowden, plus 325. What wide, the fuck? Wide receiver on the Dolphins. Um, Gasicki coming in the game, banged up. I don't, I'm not buying uh, Jordan Howard or, uh, they don't even have Jordan Howard. Uh, DeAndre Washington. Miles Gaskin. Gaskin's a little banged up. He might not even play. Uh, His odds are at plus t- uh, two ten, but I don't think he's gonna play. So uh, Devontae Parker dropped a goose egg last week. No catches, no yards. Didn't play very well. Like I said, Gasicki's banged up. Tua looked Bowden's way a lot last week. I would also like him in a in a DraftKings a daily fantasy this weekend. Um, they're gonna have to throw the ball a little bit, assuming it's good weather in Miami. Uh, Lynn, Lynn Bowden plus three twenty five. That's kind of my long shot. We have Kamara at minus 167. I said I think he's going to have a huge game. They don't have all of his props out in terms of rushing and receiving. I would take the over on his receiving yards and the over on his receptions. Uh, I'm indifferent on his rushing yards because, I mean, it could be split carries with Latavius Murray like it usually is, and that's like 56 and a half. So indifferent there, but I love whatever. I don't care what the fuck it is. Uh, It's probably going to be like five and a half receptions. I love that as well as the yards will probably be at around 50. Uh, I love that, too. I also love him to score. They got Breeze back. He's better with him. My next is kind of like a duo. Uh, I'm a fan of Jeff Wilson Jr. and Raheem Mostert. Respectively, Jeff Wilson's plus 140 and Mostert's plus 115. Kind of going all in on uh, San Fran running all over Dallas. Yeah. They split carries mostly last week, had about... 28 combined, so I like them to run all over him. Not a big fan of uh, Nick Mullins, so I think if San Fran has a chance, they need to run all over Dallas. And then lastly, Hertz put up big numbers last week but didn't get in the end zone. I'm thinking he gets in the end zone at plus 220 uh, this week. I like that one too. I like the quarterbacks uh, rushing. Let me look up a stat here real quick before I get started. Uh, I had it before the game, but I lost it, so let's see. Okay. Stop sneezing. Okay, my uh, touchdown scores I've got. First one is Robert Tanyan at uh, plus 160. Uh, I really like that against Carolina. I think everybody's going to score there. Uh, I like Devontae Adams too, but I'm pretty sure he was a minus. And I don't, uh, as you know, I don't like betting minuses for touchdown scores. Because, you know. And then Cole Beasley is another one. Kind of been going off a little bit for uh, the Bills. Um, He's kind of hitting his stride. He's at plus 180 to score against uh, the Broncos. And then Jarvis Landry is plus 200 to score. And as you guys know, he had some beef with, uh, was it Marcus Peters? Where he said, um, if you want a beef, like I was, he, he he said, if you want a beef, you got it. And so I think that he is, like, jumping with that fire under his ass. And uh, he's going to score on this one and probably go off. Might look at those yards, too. And uh, reception. like 54 and a half. Yeah, he might, might like that. Uh, and then a little bit of a long shot here. I've got Irv Smith Jr. scoring. I liked a tight end for either team in this. Cole Komet, I want to say, was plus 240. But I trust Irv Smith a little bit more even though his odds are lower or higher, however you want to say that. But uh, Irv Smith Jr., I got him scoring against the Bears as Rutgers score. Um, And then Tim Patrick, that's the stat I had to look up, scored six touchdowns this year already. I would even go as far to say he's underrated. You associate him. He's fairly underrated. Yeah, you associate him with uh, like like four fourth wide receivers on teams, five. Uh, He's their third receiver. He is... I think he is a good target just about every week, and it always seems like him and K.J. Hamler are a constant target, and he is more so than Hamler. Uh, and then one to look out for, I don't know if he's playing or not, but Mike Gesicki is plus 200 against the Patriots, and I really two, like that. Yeah, he had two touchdowns last week. I really like that if he's playing. Yeah, he got banged up. It looked ugly, but he's questionable with a shoulder. 
I think Florida City expects him to play, so that that's huge. Miami needs him as what they're at fourteen seven now. Rutgers. Oh well. Oh, they went for two. That's didn't cool. expect much from uh, Nebraska anyway. Moving over to the props. What did uh, I say? Forty-two to thirteen. Yeah, and you're already. It well could still off. happen. That score could very could still happen. Not very well. Could still happen though. It's possible. Forty-two thirteen. Yeah, yeah, Rutgers winning with the numbers. The numbers. It's possible they kick a field goal and we score five more touchdowns. He's forty-two to thirteen. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, no. They already have 14. more than thirteen. <laughs> um. But yeah, props. I went three and zero last week with Ronald Jones over rushing yards, Kelsey over receiving yards, and Miles Sanders over receptions. So I figured, why the fuck not throw out six or so picks here? So the first one, um, the first three are on Saturday. It's Devontae Adams over eighty-seven and a half yards. I have that as well. Yeah, that's minus one twelve. Um, he hasn't put up like big yards numbers, but continues to score touchdowns. But I think. Uh, this is the week he probably drops about 150 receiving yards. And maybe no touchdowns, but I love that there. Uh, Josh Allen, over one and a half touchdown passes. It's minus 200, so there's not as much value. But I think he drops a couple of touchdown scores. Uh, maybe Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis, Dawson Knox. Look out there. Colby's leaving. And then another one on Saturday. Zach Moss, under 38 and a half rushing yards, minus 112. Their running game's not very good. Devin Singletary is better than Zach Moss, so I'd expect Moss to not get that many touches. I mean, leave it up to me. He'll probably hit a fucking 50-yard run on his first carry. But I'm liking that under 38 and a half. Oh, we got, I got Jonathan Taylor over 17 and a half receiving yards. Um, he's been right around there getting a few catches a game. And uh, last time he played Houston, he went off, especially receiving. So I think Jonathan Taylor has another big game. Uh, they get him a handful of screens, maybe two or three screens, and he's averaging nine yards a catch. So two nine-yard screens beat 17.5. And, um, and then lastly, it, they're both minus 112. Jalen Hurts over 57.5 rushing yards, and Kyler Murray over 48.5 rushing yards. I think they're both going to uh, face pressure. And use their legs to their advantage. Kyler Murray hasn't had that big of a rushing day in a while. Jalen Hurts dropped 100 plus yards last week. I'm not expecting 100, but a handful of scrambles, maybe 10 carries in the game. He can average six yards per carry with his athleticism. So I like both of those over rushing yards. Okay, as <clears throat> I got a couple of props too. Like Sam, like we mentioned before, I have uh, Devonte Adams over 87 and a half. Uh, yards, and then I also have Cole Beasley over 63 and a half yards, and then um, Stephon Diggs over six and a half receptions, and uh, I got a couple more here. Noah Fant over three and a half receptions. I like that a lot. <clears throat> uh, well, I wouldn't say a lot, but I like that one. I think uh, they might have to go to the tight end there, and then Cole Beasley over five and a half receptions on top of his 63 and a half yards. I like that one too. I think Cole Beasley is hitting his stride. I actually like him a lot. Um, he might, he's uh, one of my favorite receivers to watch. Yeah, he's probably, he's one of the best route runners in the league. Probably one of the most underrated players. Yeah. Uh, well, he's one of the better slot guys. So he's such a matchup nightmare, especially if they put like linebackers on him. He's too fast and shifty. Uh, but ending on two parlays, and then that wraps up what we got. Uh, we both have two kind of smaller ones. My first one is plus 540. It's Houston plus 7.5. Miami minus 1. And San Francisco minus 2.5. Uh, pretty much everything I kind of talked about with the games. I think San Fran's going to run all over Dallas. So I'm like tripling down on San Fran. I think Miami wins that game. And uh, New England can't keep up with them they got a uh, good defense good special teams and uh above average offense i'd say and then houston plus seven and a half i'm just riding with deshaun watson he's doing everything he can uh brandon cooks is back so brandon cooks kiki kuti chad hansen uh, david johnson might even be back too so more all-around weapons this game they only lost by six last time so riding on uh deshaun watson and then my next one is plus 466 it's Philly plus eight and a half, the Rams minus nine and a half, Seattle minus two and a half, 
Atlanta plus 13.5 and, and Chicago plus 10.5. Again, that five-teamer is plus 466. All right. <clears throat> I like those. Uh, I got a four-teamer here. It is, it is plus 495, so just about $500 or 500, plus 500. Um, Philadelphia plus six, straight line there. The Rams minus 13 and a half. Tampa Bay minus two and a half. And Baltimore minus four and a half. Just a quick four-teamer. All you need to do is hit four alternate lines, or three alternate and one straight up. And then you can even move that Baltimore line if you like them. And yeah. Or you give more value. You could buy a couple points on Philly, too, if you don't like that straight up line. Yeah. And then, uh, like I did here, uh, my other one, six-teamer, plus 868. Philadelphia, plus seven and a half. Baltimore, minus six and a half. Tampa Bay, money line. Pittsburgh, minus nine and a half. Green Bay, money line. And Buffalo, money line. That is plus 868. Damn, you could that could probably be plus two thousand if you like some of those odds to the yeah. the spreads instead of money lines. Well, shit, we had a lot to say today. We got through a lot in in fifty one minutes, but uh, that wraps up episode sixteen, week fifteen of the NFL. Sad, there's only two regular season weeks left, but we got a lot going on. We're gonna have a lot of uh, awards talk. Obviously, two more weeks of football. Playoff talk. We're going all Stay the way tuned, through the Super Bowl. Uh, next week for our Christmas special. Yes, I next, say it's Tuesday. Uh, next Tuesday we'll drop the Christmas special probably two and a half hours again, maybe like the uh, Thanksgiving episode we had. Uh, obviously, uh, we'll probably – that'll be the only one next week since it's Christmas, obviously. So we'll have reactions to uh, college this weekend, the championships, as well as uh, our reactions to the college football playoff rankings. Reactions yeah. and picks for the NFL next week, obviously, and then we have some. Uh, we're gonna have some Christmas fun. Fuck yeah, we so are. So stay tuned. We got a big long ep- episode. It did well with big the and things. long. Big and long, baby. Uh, our last big and long Thanksgiving special did fairly well for us. So we're hoping to do the same with the Christmas special. Getting it out a few days early. What is that? The twenty second. Yep. Getting that out I mean, in yeah. time. Uh, you'll have time to get get your games picked and everything. <coughs> so. Without anything else to talk about, that's going to wrap up episode 16. Thank you all for listening. Appreciate the support, as always. Um, And shit, anything else? No, I got nothing else. That wraps us up. Peace out, y'all. Peace!